Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. And welcome into Life Planning 101 right here on KTX KWBY. Terry Slavens with you, Angela Robinson with us, and we have a special guest on the phone, Angela. Yes, good Monday morning right here on Life Planning 101, and uh, we thought we would uh, exit the, the COVID-19 talk for a week. I mean, my gosh, we've only been talking about it nonstop and straight, and you know, the thing is, is that we forget that the rest of the world is still going on. It may be closed, but it's still go- it's still going on, and and there's real issues out there that that people are facing and so um i've been really excited my my husband had the opportunity to uh learn a little bit about today's guest from a a workshop that he attended uh several months ago and he came back and he said we have to have these people on the radio show people have to know about them they have to know about what they're doing because this is just truly tremendous and it goes back to uh something that we're all facing especially i think uh, baby boomers are probably the most fearful because they're right at the cusp of this or right around the, around the corner and that's you know entering um, an older period of age in their life and wondering am I immune from these so called cognitive disorders that are out there, you know, Alzheimer's and dementia, or, you know, maybe it's not them, maybe that they're watching their parents suffer through this or going through it with their parents, I should say, um, you know, in more respects. And, you know, this is a big issue. I mean, we have in this country, one in 10 people over the age of 65 have Alzheimer's disease. That's 10%. Okay, and one in three seniors die with Alzheimer's or another dementia. One in three seniors. Think about this. So this is a reality that we're facing. And, you know, obviously, COVID-19 is beginning the the central focus of the news. But um, I think it's important that we go back to some of these life planning issues that are still there. They're still prevalent. And I promise you to someone that's a caregiver right now in in this area or um, someone that's facing the disease, themselves they're not thinking so much about COVID-19 they're thinking about their everyday in and outs of what they're facing so with no further ado, we have a, a wonderful guest speaker on the phone today, Mrs. Lisa Hunter, and she's been in the healthcare industry for 14 years, and for the last two years has worked with this company called Interim Healthcare, and she's a community liaison uh, for our hospice program here. She's out of the big city of Lubbock, Texas, go Red Raiders, um, but uh, one of the fascinating things, and the reason is that, you know, that we're having her on the show today is not just to talk about uh, the company, which by by the way, I am just I'm blown away with interim healthcare after doing some research with them. How innovative are they? Oh my gosh, this is I'm gonna let you talk about that, Lisa. But I am truly inspired by you know a kind of a people first attitude, not healthcare first attitude. And I think that's really what I got when I looked at the site, uh, which goes to explain something that they have. It's called the TIPA Snow Program, and it's really an extensive knowledge on dementia care. But it's something to be able to help educate people because I think one of the things that you know, we try to do, especially as caregivers, is, you know, we become stressed real quick, uh, real quick, because we're trying to take control of everything and be in charge of everything. And that's just physically 
emotionally, mentally impossible to do it, but yet we do it anyway, right? And so if you want real control, the point is you got to d- drop the illusion that you are in control, right? And really get yourself educated so that you can know better about what's going on. So Lisa, thank you so much for being on the show today. Can you hear us well? Yes, ma'am, I can. Awesome. Well, we're going to just let you take it away. I know, you know, this is something that obviously you're passionate about. You said you're excited at 830 in the morning. So either you've had a lot of coffee or you're just ready to be able to share some great information. But I know this is an area that, that we're passionate about as well because we've watched so many families have to go through this. And uh, we ourselves as a family are going through this right now. So uh, thanks again for being on the show. And we're excited to learn so much from uh, what you can teach us about this steep as snow program so i am super excited about this and not because i've had too much coffee but because there's very few things in life and especially like in the healthcare industry where like with my company we're competing against a bunch of other companies and when you do hospice it's pretty much we follow the same medicare regulations and things like that so there's very few things that you can differentiate yourself with but the steep as snow approach to alzheimer's and dementia care is the game changer. So there's very few times in life where I feel like we market something and we can fluff it and make it sound really good, but it doesn't always live up to what we say it as. But this approach to Alzheimer's and dementia care is a game changer. So I'm super, super excited about it because when we educate our families about this approach to Alzheimer's and dementia care, you can literally see the relief wash over them as we're doing the education. I see their heads nodding up and down. I see the tears start coming to their eyes because they're like, oh, my God, that's my mom, that's my grandma, that's my dad. And you can see the shoulders relax like, okay, somebody understands what's going on. So from my perspective, I'm so excited because we do know it affects so many people. In the state of Texas alone, there's over 400,000 people fighting Alzheimer's and dementia right now. And there was 9,000, over 9,000 deaths last year in the state of Texas as a result of this disease which is the sixth leading cause of death in our state. So that makes it one of the top um, mortality issues in our state, but one of the least likely to get as much attention, if not as dramatic, let's say, as cancer, because by 2025, this disease is projected to grow by 22.5%. I don't think there's any other disease out there where we could say that it had that sort of growth and there wouldn't be a national crisis happening, right? Right. We're going through one, aren't we? (laughs) Right? Well, if I was going to tell you that we knew that cancer was going to increase by 22.5% in the next five years, there would be an uproar. We know with dementia, it's coming. We know it's coming and we know our system's not ready. So that's why I'm excited to do the education because as much as we can educate people, we can empower them. And according to Tifa Snow, she's an occupational therapist by trade. She's been specializing in dementia care for over 30 years now. In the next five years, if you're over the age of 70, you're either going to have it or you're going to be caring for someone who does. So now more than ever, it's time to educate and empower these people. And the reason Tifa Snow's approach is so special is because she is super compassionate and all the techniques and tools that she has derived to help care for these people come from their mental state, where they're at inside this disease. Typically from diagnosis to death or demise, it's about an average of eight years, depending on what type of dementia you have. If it's Alzheimer's, it's between four and eight years. 
if it's something like Parkinson's, it can be longer. If it's something like Huntington's, it's much, much shorter. Mm. All of those are diseases underneath the dementia umbrella. So I think part of the reason why there's a less sense of urgency, even though this disease is so prevalent, is because they do live a long time. So even though they're alive, their brain is changing. And that's what makes this education so important because we need to explain to the caregivers that this isn't memory loss, this isn't grandma getting stubborn in her old age, (laughs) that this is actually brain failure. Her organ is failing, which means from the day of diagnosis till the day she dies, you're going to have to change with her. You're going to be meeting a new mom every year, every two years. And the level of care is going to need to change. And in order for that caregiver to not go crazy, then she's going to need support. And that's why it's so important that all companies that are involved with this geriatric population, that we get educated and empowered so that we can then educate and empower the caregivers because ultimately they're the ones taking the brunt of this. Yes. Well, Lisa, we are. I'm going to cut you off right there because we're excited to be able to hear more about what this program is. We're going to take a quick break right here on Life Planning 101. You're not going to want to miss it. We have Lisa Hunter with Interim Healthcare talking about the Tepa Snow program to help families with those that have forms of dementia, Alzheimer's, and other cognitive disorders be able to help them get through this very positively and empowering them to have the tools that they need to be able to be uh, great families at the end of the day. And welcome back to Life Planning 101 on this Monday morning. Angela has a special guest. Yes, we have Miss Lisa Hunter with Interim Healthcare uh, here to join us in talking about dementia care and the Gym State model, which is absolutely phenomenal. You know, I mentioned uh, right at the beginning of the show, one of the things that I loved about what Interim Healthcare does is obviously you are a home healthcare that is kind of your your niche, so to speak, but you've taken such a different approach with the company. It's not just care. It's also about being able to empower the caregivers, the family members, and remembering at the end of the day that these people with the disease are still people. They're still, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they still have uh, living, breathing uh, minds and hearts. And, you know, as they enter these different phases, it's extremely emotional for everyone involved, including themselves and uh, being able to paradigm shift and and understand them is great. So, you know, I think one of the the greatest things that could help our listeners understand a little bit more about this gym state is is if you could just give us some examples and and provide us with maybe a story or two that uh, you've seen be able to to empower a family. Yes, ma'am. So what's interesting about cognitive decline, which brain failure, right? So dementia and Alzheimer's is literally the brain wasting away, the organs leaving. So... What some things might happen that we can catch on watching our loved ones, which they might not even know they're having changes inside their brain. So let's say mom's asking, huh, or what a lot. Well, a lot of times it's our natural assumption that they're getting hard of hearing. Well, in early stages of cognitive decline, they start missing about one in every four words. So if you can imagine trying to listen and comprehend a conversation and every fourth word is just gone. So a lot of times they're trying to put together naturally the conversation and trying to grasp an understanding, and we're just moving along like normal. And they go, huh, or come again, something like that. And our natural reaction is to get louder, maybe lean in, (laughs) maybe start moving our mouth weird at them. And then that becomes offensive to them because they're like, whoa, 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 what what is my granddaughter doing screaming in my face? 
I'm not hard of hearing. Well, it's actually <laughs> cognitive decline. So before we run out and get $4,000 worth of hearing aids, it's imperative that we start to take notice. If we start to see our loved ones moving their whole head whenever they're looking around, that's a sign that vision is changing, and they might not even be aware of it in the earlier stages. So if you start to see their head swiveling on their neck, when they start looking down at their feet to take steps, and they're doing this all naturally because their brain is naturally compensating for the vision loss. But to us, that's a sign that there's cognitive failure. And the reason for, like, let's say mom goes to go put her coffee pot down and she misses the edge of the table. Those are little signs to us that this is not a hearing issue, not memory loss. This is cognitive changes happening. And at this point, you want to go in and speak with your doctor. You want to go ahead and get a baseline. Um, just tell him the changes that you've noticed because mom might not even be aware. And there's three types of people that Tipa Snow has taught us about where they're going to fall into a category. One of them is running around driving like normal. They don't even know they have an issue. And if you bring anything up, they might tend to resist you. So you have to be very gentle about the way you bring this up. Like with my mom, I tell her when I noticed that she was repeating the same story over and over, but not just the same story. She was using the same words verbatim, which means that story's on a loop. So I said, Mom, I've noticed this. Um, you know, the next time you go in for your checkup, do you mind if we just get an MRI? And, oh, sure, sure, sure. Um, I kind of noticed I've been flipping lately, too. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. So about a month later, she left her phone at my house, and I noticed that she had been taking pictures of her bills. She had been taking pictures of her writing the checks to those bills and then putting the bills in the mailbox. That was an indication to me that my mom is at a higher level of cognitive loss than we knew. Yeah, you know, and it's she's trying to hide it and compensate. It's interesting you say that too, because and and I don't know if you've had experience with this, but obviously in our profession, you know, we're dealing with usually the people that are that end up getting a disease. And we set up even before it was like a mandatory thing to have a trusted contact, so to speak, to call if we were noticing something because we would notice things long before children would notice things. We had one lady literally, she'd always return paperwork very timely and she stopped. She just stopped returning paperwork. And so we called and said, hey, can we come over to your house? We're going to be in Abilene. Can we come over and just help you go through this paperwork? We, we walked in and she had on her kitchen table all her bills. It was several mm-hmm. months stacked up because mm-hmm. she forgot how to deal with them. And the kids had no idea. They were talking to her every week, had no idea that anything was really going on because, to your point, you know, every those everyday routines were fine. She didn't seem to have any problems. It was just there was an underlying issue that she didn't have addressed. So, you know, my question is, is how do kids, how do family support members uh, be able to take a better tabs, especially when they live at a distance from their parents? Okay. So... With my mom, when I saw that we were farther along than I thought, my next phone call was immediately to my older brothers and sisters and saying, hey, do we know where moms were at? Do do we have anything in place? Is there financial planning that we need to get done now? Because I realized she was farther along in cognitive decline than I thought because she's compensating, like you're saying. Um, When they start to hoard mail, when they start to put tons of notes on the calendar, when they stop wanting to be out and about in normal functions, it's Mm -hmm. because they don't want to get found out. They realize something is changing, and they're scared. They don't want their life to change. So as children or, you know, loved ones, when we see these sorts of things starting to take place, and you can go to peepasnow.com, 
to get her resources so that you can have a better understanding of what's happening or use the Gen States model, which we'll talk about in a second. When you start to notice those little things changing, it's up to us to get proactive because by the time they're slipping, it's probably been going on a while. So that's when you want to start making your financial plans, your plans for end of life, figure out what the family can do, what she wants, and how you can marry those things and get that plan in place because it's not too long after that that you won't be able to, her signature won't be enough anymore. Right. Because the cognitive decline is so significant. So Mm. it's very important if we recognize these signs that there's cognitive change happening that we get very proactive immediately. Yes. And, of course, when you're talking to mom, if she's a manager, if she's used to running her own life, <laughs> you're going to have to be very respectful of that. Yes. Try to make it her idea. Hey, mom, we want to get some stuff in place because we know you don't like being late. We, don't, we know you don't like being behind on anything, so we just want to get some systems in place because sometimes we're so busy, mom, that we can't keep up with things. So can we work with you and get a, a structure in place? And that way it's not her letting control of her life go it's her doing you a favor because you can't keep up with stuff right absolutely and that makes her feel much more secure about moving forward with the plan so but the plan must get in place and since we know this is prevalent and that it's growing at a rapid rate to make these plans for the end of life the next 10 years of her life it's extremely important to do it as soon as you see some cognitive changes happening Absolutely. And, and you know, we would promote even to reach out to you. Yeah, we would promote even before then. We encourage families to try to, um, you know, have these conversations before they are events, before there is even uh, signs or symptoms. It's the what if conversations that need to happen, because it's much better to do when everybody is has all of their brain power and can make decisions about what they would want to happen. And it be conceptual, uh, you know, rather than when it does. And to your point, they've always ran their life. And now now you're going to take that control away from them and how does that look how does that happen sometimes it's it's ugly uh downright ugly so when we come back we've got more from miss lisa hunter uh talking about the gym states and we're excited to hear more on this tifa snow and interim health care thank you for being with us and we look forward to more when we come back right here on life planning 101 Final segment, Life Planning 101. Let's get right to it, Angela. Yes, we have a special guest speaker, Lisa Hunter, here from Interim Healthcare, talking to us about dementia, Alzheimer's, um, all other forms of dementia, and you know what actually is being done now due to some research that they've really taken a hold of at Interim Healthcare uh, to really create more of an enrichment strategy to empower the caregivers to understand that you know the people that are suffering from this disease where they're at, and now what I would call it is paradigm shifting, right? Uh, being able to paradigm shift and, and understand a little bit better so that everybody can move forward on a more positive note. And uh, we don't have a whole lot of time left on the show. So what I do want to say before we get done is uh, we're going to actually have links to tipasnow.com and the Gym State model on our newsletter this week at www.kennedy-financial.com. Uh, you may want to go in, just go ahead and sign up for you'll get that newsletter. And that way you'll be able to have that in your inbox with those gym state model to be able to see uh, these different phases, I suspect, of what dementia actually looks like. Very, very helpful information. Very, very useful. Uh, so with that being said, Miss Lisa, I know there's some other things that you wanted to share with us on the show in regards to the gym states. Um, if you could just let us know, what are you dying to get out within these next few minutes? Okay, so you mentioned it earlier in the right brain is social chit chat. 
So a lot of the reasons families cannot detect early that there's cognitive change happening is because the power of social chit-chat remains with the person with dementia. And so that means they can rattle off conversation like normal, like music, rhythm. They can talk to their doctor, do the same interview that they've done with their doctor for 12 years and ace it. It doesn't mean dementia or Alzheimer's is not happening. So it's imperative that as family members and caregivers around them that we look for the different cues that are telling us cognitive decline is happening. Because if I'm calling once a week from Alabama and the conversation is, hey, mom, how are you? Fine, good. How's the kids? Well, if that's the same conversation every week, she's going to ace it. And that's not going to be an indication that the decline is happening. So TIPA has given us a beautiful way of looking at the changes in dementia, and they're called the gem states. So sapphire, diamond is the next phase, emerald is the next phase, amber is the next phase, ruby, then pearl. And she's divided these up to demonstrate the different areas of progression in this disease. And if you go through these disease states, it's going to show you um, things to look for and things to notice that tell you your loved one is in cognitive decline. So, for instance, sapphire is the early stages. You're aging normally, and you're maybe struggling to find words, but you're pretty normal, baseline. We'll say that. When you get to diamond, the next stage, your brain is kind of sharp, but you can start to get edgy, hard to deal with. Routine matters a lot. You start to, if I have dementia, I start to focus on my expenses a lot, things that I am afraid to lose control over. When family members start to see this, it's not mom and dad getting mean in their old age. It's them getting fearful. And that's our indication to start doing some more probing. And when we do go to doctor's appointments to say things to our doctors, like, you know, I've noticed some change in behavior and list out very clearly because mom or dad might ace that doctor interview. So it's our job to let the doctor know that other changes have been happening so that we can all get a grasp of where this person's at and then make the appropriate care decisions, which is why I love that our company has adopted this because we are so familiar with these gem states. When I see a person who, like, is in amber stage, who's stuck in time, right, we know exactly how to customize our care to that amber stage dementia person. Mm. We know that if she tells us that she's going down the road to open the cattle pen, we don't argue with her. <laughs> we say, okay, let us go get you your hat so the sun doesn't get you on your way. And then by the time we get back to her, she's forgotten she's going to the cattle pen mm. instead of arguing with her and making her distraught or distressed because she's stuck in that moment in time. Right. So what these gem states do is they describe where your loved one is at. And what that's going to do is that's going to help you identify where your loved one is at so that you can then make the right care decisions, like you were talking about, with financial planning and long-term planning for the end of life, things like that. You're going to do it in Sapphire. You're going to be very proactive. You're not going to wait until there's an issue, right? Mm, right. You're going to be proactive and get ahead of the game so that we know that when we are executing the plan, this is absolutely what mom wanted when she was in her right mind. Absolutely. So we can feel confident moving forward. When they start to get to the emerald and amber stage, they're fearful, and it's going to be a lot harder to get things done that you need done in a way that's best for them and that's best for you, the caregiver, because this is not natural to take on a whole other human's life and your own. No. You need the help, <laughs> and you need the preparation. You know, I think it goes back, uh, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, if you want real control, 
drop the illusion that you have control. Because here's the reality. With a disease like this, you don't have control. Uh, You don't have control if you're the person that has the disease. You don't have the control if you're the family health caregiver, the financial caregiver, whatever it is. You need to be getting resources and help as soon as you can, if you haven't already, so that you can face this head-on empowered and uh, be able to move forward for your loved one and for you so that you can have some sense of still living life on purpose, even through the worst of times. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services right here in the great town of Eastland, Texas. God bless everyone. Stay happy and healthy and have a great week. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 830 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.